0: bootleg podcasts made for everyone by anyone you are listening to the rating is right a game show podcast based around the movies you love and their ratings think the price is right with a lower budget less bruce, and no prizes introducing your host ian crow it's the rating it's the rating It's the rating The rating. It's the rating. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of The Rating Is Right. So, before I introduce my co host, let's just explain how this is going to work. Quite simply, my co host will be guessing the ratings of a series of films, including whether they are higher or lower than the previous one. They'll be getting one point for a correct guess of higher or lower. An additional point forever is closest and a whopping three points for anyone lucky enough to guess the rating bang on. The winner at the end of the episode will have the honour and privilege of giving a recommendation of a film that takes their fancy. Now that's sorted. Let's meet my co-host. He's the current Christmas champion. It's Owen Cox.
1: Hello. Christmas champion here. Christmas champion. (laughs) Uh, I've made a I made it my New Year's resolution to win every single episode this year. I think that is, that is
0: possible. And what I just might add to that as well,
1: two-time Christmas champion.
2: It's like the only two episodes he wins ever.
0: Mm, that's and not suddenly, That is ooh, not it's, true. It,
2: it's a big fucking deal. Owen won an episode. <laughs> Where's <laughs> my crown? Where's my fucking crown?
0: Well, look, look, Owen won his first episode last year of 2023, which is the Christmas one. We're now in 2024, so happy new year, everyone. Um, so this is now time for Owen's one win
1: of the year. Can you know, I just point out that any time an episode is themed or is an event, George loses. He's lost both Christmas specials and he lost the guest special. That is very true.
0: true. Well, I was about to get onto that, actually, because, oh, uh, Owen, because George has only won one of the last three uh, episodes he lost the last one which is the christmas special one no wait no wait no wait, that's an episode 11 so he hasn't won the last two he's on a winless streak of two episodes is that right?
2: <laughs> a winless streak also known as a losing streak losing streak yeah he's on a, george is on a losing streak of two episodes which i believe maybe i don't think that is the longest you've you've gone on a losing streak so far but is that concerning for you george I'm not concerned at all. I know my strengths, and I know that it isn't Christmas. It's just everything else. It's not Christmas, and it's not films that Zuki is obsessed with. It is just everything else. So I am pretty (laughs) confident that this bald fucker isn't going to get another win. (laughs) Hey, hey, there's two of us bald fuckers here, George. (laughs) Yeah. Let's also
1: remember, I was going to interrupt before you started, I also won the last episode. Did he? Yeah. No, well, um, I won ball like at eight points, uh, pff, nonsense, never.
0: It's
2: lost. I no mean, I'm moment.
0: surprised you had eight points because none of you knew the fucking films. So I thought it'd be like <laughs> two-one or something. The lowest score I've <laughs> <That's> ever hard. had. <laughs> um, but before we move on, um, as it's the new year, we've had we have been listening to um, the listeners, you guys who listen to our podcast, which is very nice of you to do so. Um, and we have made some changes, um, only a slight change to the podcast, and that is the um, how you guys announce your your predictions for the film. So instead of asking one of you to give your score and then going to the next person to stop the the hootenanny of just going one above or one below the other, we have scrapped that. We are now getting you to write your scores down beforehand and committing to a score, which I think makes it a lot more exciting. Personally, um, Owen has got a question.
2: What is a hootenanny? I don't know. It's what Jules, it's what Jules Holland does yeah. every New Year's. <laughs> I don't really know the true meaning of hootenanny. I think you meant shenanigans. Shenanigans. I think shenanigans. Tomfoolery. Is tomfoolery shenanigans. Yeah. 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 I'm here for it. You
1: know what, my excuse is that I've been... Oh, you're
2: taking away the tomfoolery? Yeah.
1: Yes. if anything we should be incorporating more
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think no owen i think this could be an advantage for you because i do believe that
2: george has benefited from from the the old format so i think this is going to benefit owen massively if it doesn't work can we revert back to the
1: old style and just forget about the free listeners
2: Hey, we're on 560 total downloads. I was, about, <laughs> I was also about to say that is,
0: uh, I was, you know, I just want to say another big thank you to everyone because we've hit over 550 downloads, which is amazing. Thank you. And uh, just a quick shout out to everyone who did uh, take part in our first ever giveaway. Um, it's probably our most successful post that we've done on Instagram so far. Um, and a big congratulations to Adam Baldwin, who is an avid listener of the podcast, uh, for winning the t-shirt. We, um, it We is, it is on its way um At some point, yes. Uh, admin slash George needs to get that sorted as soon as possible. I've got. So... <laughs> I have
2: one more day off work. It will happen tomorrow. <laughs> right.
0: Okay. If it doesn't get to you, Adam within the next couple of weeks, you can blame George for that. Uh, and I'll. And if you want to send a firebomb, I'll give you his address. Uh, right. <laughs> so we know the rules now of how it's going to be going forward. Everything else is exactly the same. So, would you like to know what the subject
2: of episode twelve is, boys? Yes, please, Ian. Okie dokie. Owen, would you like to hear? Owen's just on his phone. I sure would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I was scribbling on this bit of paper. Huh? <laughs> this is he's the d- downside of the
2: new rule. Is he's got something else to be distracted by. <laughs> <laughs> well, so episode 12.
0: So this is a first for the podcast so far. We are reaching out into the other side of the gender, and We have a female actor for the podcast.
1: About time we had some inclusivity.
0: Exactly. Exactly, it's only taken us two years. but We're there. We're there now. Um, So we are going to be exploring the films slash movies of Emma Stone. Ooh. I mean, I thought I'd go Emma Stone purely because she, I believe she is loved by everyone. Everyone likes Emma Stone. And I feel like she has a really strong filmography. Um, So let's get started.
2: Isn't a film just come out? Yes, yeah, so she's got uh, a new,
0: yeah, new film coming out, which is, I believe, out in America, um, out in the UK mid-January, Poor Things, which is directed by uh, Yagos Le Finmos, who did Dog Tooth, uh, The Lobster, The Favourite, all those movies uh, that won't be on the list today. Um, so let's get started. So the first film on this is the mid-2000s classic comedy film, Superbad. So before we go any further, boys, write down your score of what you believe Superbad is rated on Metacritic, and then
2: let me know when you're done. Done, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy chill. Daddy chill. What the hell Dad. is even that?
1: <laughs> can we just point out, is George using a pen or a pencil? Pen. Can we see your using a handwriting pen, can we see pen that? from school? Okay, oh, wow. go. look at that. Okay, Good ones, I? let's yeah. let's
0: go with the Christmas King first. Let's go to Owen.
1: What what score have you gone with for Super Bad? I've gone cautiously. And now we all know comedies never get their flowers. They get good reception from the audience, but critics are usually a bit tight on their scores because you can't really give a comedy a ten out of ten. It's reserved for films like The Godfather and stuff like that. I've gone with a seventy-six. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's about as high as uh, critics are willing to go with a comedy. Okay, Wait, so you just would you agree? You just said
2: <laughs> comedies don't get their flowers, which is a, a saying I know. But
0: I like that. I think that's a great it's, saying. It's a I, mean, I like saying. that.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm going to save it for all the dumb kids that I teach. You're not going to get your flowers, but <laughs> you can write your name. Type another Melissa. <laughs> um. Yeah, but then you've got like, oh, they never get... And you've gone up into the 70s. Yeah, but... I, yeah, because 76 isn't super high. I mean, it's like, oh, It's pretty high. That's super bad.
1: Um, It is quite high, right. but I feel like that's about as high as they're willing to go with a comedy. Fair. I feel like that's the peak of a comedy score. Okay, fair. A good film, a great film, usually, is in the low to mid-80s. I feel like 76, 76 is about as absolutely like the ceiling for comedy movies.
0: Okay, well, we'll soon find out, Owen. Um, so before we get your opinions on it, I just want to hear George's score um, as well. So George, give me your score for Super Superbad. Uh,
2: so I went for way lower than that. I went for 51. Ooh, okay. So oh, okay. Got... So... so it's
0: quite a big difference from you two then. Yeah.
2: In my head, 50 is like straight down the middle. That's your average film. And anything more than that is seen as positive in the critics' eyes, and anything less than that is seen as negative. Like right. maths works. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's slightly better than average. Right. Well, I'm going to throw something
0: out there. And after that, we'll talk about Superbad as well. So I feel like this is one that we have all watched. Um, so before we do that, one of you is spot on, um, but we, we're going to move on. <laughs> oh. I, just want, I just want to throw it out there straight away. Um, so let's talk Superbad. I just want to make it so we're a bit bit kind of excited Someone's got it spot on. Uh, but I'm not saying right now. I don't want to say it. I'm, I'm changing oh, things up this oh year. Oh, my God.
1: If I've got that spot on, my analogy was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, So, <laughs> no Owen... No flowers for them, but they do get it. So, them. Owen, you've gone high in, in George's
0: words. So, is it one of the greatest comedy films of all time?
1: I'd say for the 2000s, yes. For me, I do really enjoy it. I do think it's funny, but it's not... I mean, it is an all-time classic, but for me personally, it's not. Okay. I get why people put it so highly, but for me, it doesn't hold the same weight. I do find
2: it funny, and I've seen it numerous times, but there's a lot of other comedy films that are above it for me. It it started this, this run of like coming-of-age teenage comedies, trying to like get alcohol and go to a party before you go off to college and your last hurrah and stuff like that. Um, and I think it was pretty funny at the time, but looking back on it, I think no one would watch it now and go, it's... Sublime.
1: Yeah, I get that. That's pretty much why I was going. If you,
2: if, if would you think when watching Superbad that about
0: what five years later Jonah Hill is nominated for an Oscar for Moneyball? <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone would ever think that five years later that he would be nominated for an Oscar, which is crazy. But that of Superbad is the kind of film that propelled the careers of like Jonah Hill, um, Michael Serra, Emma Stone, or see who we're we talking about in it. Um, in for McLovin yeah Christopher Mintz Plass is that how you say his name? Yeah, in Kick-Ass as well and he's popped up here and there so it was I think it is a film that's had a lot of kind of unknown-ish people but really propelled their careers further but personally I think it's one of the one of the better comedies in recent times definitely in the 21st century it's up there in the top 10 best comedies do you think
2: uh, do you think that only works because we were about like per- we were like the perfect age for that film yeah, teenagers yeah I was,
0: whereas... I was 15 when that film came well, out. exactly so like, yeah per, perfect age. Like bang on yeah definitely i think a generation has a big play in it because if you see people who may be born in like the 80s or 70s and then watching stuff like the national lampoon films in the 80s yeah. they would say that's like the pinnacle of comedy um and they wouldn't like necessarily the comedy of now python. yeah like monty python they all have like a generation of people who think that's the best. But like I said, I, I grew
2: up watching these films, like the Seth Rogen stuff. I thought it was always great. We need to remember the critics are not our generation. Well, no. they might be actually, because we are 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say,
1: the millennial um, comedy era is the 90s. It's the Adam Sandler films and the Jim Carrey films. That's our, our bit. Because I feel like Gen Z would watch them films and be like, what's funny? <laughs> I feel like yeah. comedy moves with the times, doesn't it? And no, we don't understand it. We watch things we don't understand. <laughs> and we're old. That's very and we deep. we just
0: don't get it these days. I oh, know. So, so I'm actually Bloody quite surprised. I, I honestly thought YouTube would be waxing lyrical about Superbad. Saying, oh, it's one of the best comedy films. And that it's like really enjoyable. But you've kind of been a bit like, oh, yeah, it's all right. Not like, amazing, but it's good kind of thing. So I'm a little bit, a little bit surprised. But So I just want to mention as well, obviously, we are talking about Emma Stone. Maybe obviously not the main character in the film, but still has quite an important kind of feature and role in it. and might add as well, this is actually her first major film credit. And I think it's quite rare for someone to have like a big major credit as their first ever feature film and to have something like Superbad, which is, I think, kind of culturally and kind of financially quite successful (laughs) at the time and is still watched by people now. I think it's quite impressive to have that as your first film. (laughs) Owen had a question.
1: I've got a point and I just looked it up. McLovin was also in Role Models, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which came out in 2008, which I would argue, controversially,
2: is a funnier film than Superbad. No. See, I wouldn't say that. That is. That is. No, yeah, I slander. I'd, I'd take that disagree. Back. It's a good film. It's a good film, but I will say We are going to get it's definitely we're better. Get hate mail. <laughs> to be fair. God, at least someone will be He was her. gonna say any kind of male is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's quickly
0: move on. Um the part. I did mention a little while ago that one of you had got it spot on. So before I announce who that is, it's actually been a long while since someone's got a spot on in the first one. How does it work? Would that person just get three points everyone get zero?
2: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah? Okay. So yep. one of you will be taking a three nil lead after the first uh, one. Actually no, that doesn't no no, that's a silly idea. Because normally someone gets one point and the other person gets zero. So it should be, it should be two points. I don't want to no. pay a point. I'm happy to
1: take three or zero. Yeah, three or no, zero. No, as, as
2: in it should, be, it should be two or zero because normally nah. you can get one. No, yeah, but it's a spot on from, But oh, From a one to a three. Spot on. They're because never going to catch up. Do you not know the rules? George, this could be this Have you not seen Istanbul? <laughs> it could be me, but I don't want to, I don't want Owen to be out of it.
0: yeah that's our pussy that's my way of going I know
1: I know you're new to the world of football George but there was a game in 2005 in Istanbul right which was 3-0 at half time and one team come back to win that game I think you need to channel that energy if you're three nil down. Okay, that's if, the biggest.
2: This is though, the way you it? want it to go. This is the way you want it to go. So go George,
0: George and Owen have both agreed that that will be the case. That whoever gets that spot on will take the three points straight away. So the person with the spot on score is Owen Cox.
2: No. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <Aaron>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Owen takes a very healthy. 3-0 lead um from the first round, which I, I think is not really happened that much ever. Um, so we'll we'll move on very quickly because George is, is, is hurting. So the next uh, film on the list is Zombieland. So well George and no, I can go write your scores down. So this time we want higher or lower and your scores, please. So Zombieland, for people who haven't watched the film this is a synopsis. So a shy student trying to reach his family in Ohio, a gun-toting bruiser in search of the last Twinkie and a pair of sisters striving to get to an amusement park, join forces in a trek across a zombie-filled America. So kind of an action comedy. It's also starring Woody Harrison and Jesse Eisenberg. Um, right, so boys, do you have your school's and predictions for higher or lower, I'll take that as a yes. So let's get the scores from you both. So, George, let's go with you first. So,
2: do you think Zombie Land is higher or lower
0: than Super Bad?
2: On 74. 76. 76. Bullshit. Uh I <laughs> am gonna I'm gonna take those digits and swap them around. I'm gonna say it's lower on 67, which I think is quite high, but um, I love this film. Okay, so lower on
0: 67. And let's go, Owen. What have you gone
1: with? Weirdly enough, 66. Oh, <laughs> Wow. So we've beat ourselves the, our own game. the
2: proof? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All there right.
0: we go. Okay, right. I like that. So, George, you said that you love this film.
2: So let's go straight to you, boy. Um, tell us your thoughts on Zombieland. Now, I love every zombie film. There's not a zombie film out there that I haven't loved um but i think this is a really clever move in terms of taking something that's been done to death with all the days and wars of the dead and all sorts and being like cool what's what's popular at the minute teen comedies take teen comedy shove it in a zombie apocalypse take jesse eisenberg take emma stone two like well-loved young actors put them with woody harrelson this like seasoned veteran (laughs) of film and just let them go on a fun romp through um, through the film. Is it based on like a graphic novel or something? Not as far as I'm aware. Um, because all, you know, I like think... all of the the like kill of the week and that kind, and all of the rules that he has, it makes it seem like it would be based on something like that. Yeah, I think it's it, It's weird because not not kind of far from when this came out,
0: you had Scott Pilgrim as well. Yeah. Which has obviously, like, is obviously based on a comic book and has, like, the flashes of stuff that you would expect of yeah, how a comic book Ian, would look.
2: we like them to be called graphic novels. Know, comic, comic books. Oh, I mean, are different. you fucking hearing this? <laughs> yeah, are you I'm fucking
0: sorry. hearing this? No, he's in his own little world. Of course he didn't fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Graphic novels for children. Um, <laughs> As far as, and they're just called comic books. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that's yeah. what I said. So George George trying to make so himself George, seem like an adult. Are, are the Marvel films adapted from graphic novels or comic books? Are
2: they graphic novel heroes or are they comic book heroes? See, I I I, I still call them graphic novels, even like Marvel stuff. You'll say
1: Legos for adults, next.
2: <laughs> Lego is for adults.
1: <laughs> You'll say Lego's engineering.
2: <laughs> I mean Lego's STEM.
0: I mean, maybe.
1: Playing with Legos and reading your comic books. Get your fruit shoe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get me a Capri Sun. Um, a ca- Capri Sun? A Capri?
0: Capri Sun? Capri Sun, yeah.
2: Sorry. Capri <laughs>
1: Sun's what uh, middle class people call them. Oh, okay. That's why
0: we don't understand, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to throw out a little interesting fact to you guys as well. Maybe I don't know that people know, but Abigail Breslin, who is Emma Stone's younger sister, at this point in her career, she was already Oscar-nominated. <laughs> uh, for Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. Um, so, yeah, the film. fact that yeah that someone so young in a movie like Zombieland has an Academy Award-nominated actress in Abigail Breslin before Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg might add, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but as far as I'm aware, George, it's not based on a graphic novel. As far
2: as I'm aware, but please do let us know if we are incorrect on that. Um, please somebody I, give us the interaction on our social media yeah
0: come on get, send us a message um but i, I do agree with you george it, it's very inventive zombie lands and i absolutely love watching it i wouldn't say it's like a guilty pleasure because i always say it for films i think are not that great but zombie is that kind of perfect one hour 30 movie where you just put it on you'll enjoy every moment of it and you never kind of tire of watching it no matter how many times you've probably seen it in your lifetime, um, so we've got your score. So, Owen, have you watched Zombieland?
1: Yeah, once. I don't really remember it too well. I thought it was Michael Cera, and then I heard you say Jesse Eisenberg. I went into it with like really, really, really high expectations, though. So I feel like I sold myself a dream before I watched it. So I was, I was kind of come out of it a bit deflated, but it was good. It was all right. I mean, it was it was fine. <laughs> so, but.
0: So before we go any further, just a little quick trivia. Uh, I think we all know that Woody Harrison enjoys um, smoking. Uh, And he was actually arrested on the first day of filming *Zombieland* for for possession of marijuana. So it put back shooting by day. Not a massive impact on the shooting schedule. but I thought that's quite an interesting little fact to throw in there. So let's go to your prediction. So George went with 67 and Owen... Uh, funny enough, went with 66. So you've both gone with lower. Um, so you're both right with it being lower, not as low. Uh, the closest one would be George. Uh, so Zombieland is on 73. So George Oof. gets the two points for that one. Fantastic. And Owen gets the one, which makes it 4-2 to Owen. So we'll quickly move on to the next film on the list, which is... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is Emma Stone's kind of first leading role in Easy A, the 2010 rom-com. Um, so let's get your scores written down, boys. Um so if you don't know this, Easy A is based on uh the character of Olive, who's basically a kind of a clean-cut high schooler, um, who relies on the school's rumour mill to advance her social and financial standing um so it's kind of like the kind of film that i think you probably feel like you've watched quite a lot um but you haven't watched easy a i thoroughly enjoy easy a i watched it for the first time last year i believe um, and liked it a lot more than i thought i was going to so i think we've got scores on the board so let's go to owen for this one so owen give me your score for easy a so do you think it's higher lower than zombie lands on 73
1: lower i've gone 44. 44, okie dokie. So, what's your reason behind that? Um, I've, I honestly thought this was Cameron Diaz. What one's Cameron Diaz, the school teacher? A uh, bad teacher. I, I thought this was Cameron Diaz, if I'm being honest, this film. Um, <laughs> Easy A, yeah. Never seen it, never heard of it. I, my only recollection of it was thinking it was the Cameron Diaz film, which it isn't. So I haven't really got anything else to say. Top quality
0: film uh, analysis yeah. there by Owen Cox. Thanks, Owen. Um, George, <laughs> I, I need you. To, I, I, I've got a feeling you've 100 percent watched Easy A. So, if that is the case, I, yeah, give, yeah. give me a bit of the, give me a rendition of the song that is played by Natasha Bedenfield. Let's hear it.
2: I got a fucking out a of fellas in I got a love and I know it is on mine now. Oh, wow! <laughs> I just love the bit where because uh, so Owen, I mean, you haven't seen it, so you don't know. She gets a card, and whenever she opens it, it sings a song, and she goes, "I gotta plug it, I gotta plug it, I gotta plug it." It's great. It's a fantastic film. Yeah, great, uh, great, <laughs> great, great song.
0: So yeah, George, you have watched it. So tell tell us a bit more about it because, like I said, this is Emma Stone's kind of first leading role, coming off the back of. Zombieland and Superbad, which are both very, very successful. Is this, it, would you say is this is kind of one of the first films where you recognised her as like a leading actor, someone who could kind of do a lot more than just being like a side character? Or was this not one way you kind of discovered her for the first time?
2: So I think on the back of Zombieland, watching this one, I was very much, this is the first like Emma Stone, you, you realise who Emma Stone is as a person, or at least the, the one she portrays on screen. And I, I think it would have been really hard for anybody else to play this character because the character is very Emma Stone in that they're quite, um, I guess, like sure-headed, but also awkward and socially inept at times. I think it, I think is a really good film. One of the standout moments is uh, she has a black adopted brother, and she that that they, she talks about it openly at breakfast one day and stanley tucci oh no the kid the the brother turns around and says something about being adopted and stanley tucci the dad turns around and goes who told you that <laughs> being, being white and him being black. it was just really it's really good it's so good <laughs> i think
0: you kind of like encapsulate it quite well because I, I i i just i knew of easy a it took me so long to finally watch it but i didn't expect it to be so funny because I think normally yeah. those films, they kind of get on the trope of not maybe being so funny, a bit kind of cheesy, off the mark. But I feel like it's very on the mark. It's very clever. And like you said, kind of moments it like is. that make it quite memorable.
2: Um, I didn't actually take your score, George. Um, oh, did you not? Uh, no, I, I did get, not. See, I <clears throat> personally, i give it more than this. I, I went lower uh, and I went to 59 one fifty nine. okay right perfect okay thank
0: you do you have anything else you'd like to add on easier before we move on to the review of the scores
1: you should watch it owen <laughs> <laughs> so more watch the cameron diaz one just to stop <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about emma stone We well,
0: maybe we can do a cameron diaz one in the future <laughs> yeah this is Emma Stone, the amazing Emma Stone. So you've both gone lower, which you are correct. Um, it's only one below Zombieland on 72. So George, again, is the closest. So it takes the two points. So George is now on four and Owen is on
1: five. I'm so, coming
2: for your crown, Christmas king. He, You are
1: literally... Well, it's no longer Christmas, so that doesn't you're count. you literally <laughs> that Joe Biden meme,
0: George. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Um, So next film on the list, which I personally think is a really, really good film, um, is The the Help, the 2011 movie, The Help. So let's get you boys to write down your scores. For people who do not know what The Help is, uh, so an aspiring author during the civil rights movements of the 1960s, decides to write a book detailing the African-American maid's point of view on the white families for which they work and the hardships they go through on a daily basis. Um, Also co-starring the amazing Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain. Won a, a single Oscar as well, which was for Octavia Spencer for best actress in a supporting role. So George, let's go to you. Let's get scores on the board. Uh, the help, what are you going with?
2: I went for eighty-six and I ummed an ard and went back and forth. But yeah, eighty-six. Eighty six, okay. Oh, and let's get your score as well.
1: My score
0: is
2: eighty.
1: Eighty.
0: Okay. So you've both got He looked
2: like he was writing higher. up until the very I mean, you could have literally just written that. Just shown proof on camera, so for the listener. Wait, let's see that
0: again.
1: I will not be accused of cheating.
0: It says
1: 55. Yeah, it says 55. Yeah, I wrote 55 originally, (laughs) and then I thought about it. (laughs) As I was thinking about it, I remembered it was the Viola Davis film, and I remembered that thought of very well. I thought the help, it didn't register with me initially what film it was, and then when Ian was giving his synopsis, I thought, ah, that's going to be way higher than 55. So I switched it to 80. All right. This was before your okay. score, though. All right. All right. Way before. Right. <laughs> look, I wrote 80, 80 higher. Look. Yeah,
2: fair. All right.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's go to George then. Right. Have you watched The Help?
2: I have not. Oh, okay. Uh, I, Fantastic. I know I should have, but I haven't. <laughs> um, there's. I, I think I know a scene in it, though. I think... Mm-hmm. It, is it something about dog shit in a cake or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really obvious point. Probably the, the, the most well-known scene in the film. I don't want to say too much in case people haven't watched it and would like to see it, but it does involve dog shit and or shit and a chocolate cake. Yeah. I'll leave it to people's imagination as To it's not a comedy, is it? No, but I mean it's, it's 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 rated twelve. It's very much a kind of light. It's a film that obviously deals with a lot of serious issues, but in quite a light oh, heart- hearted way at times so it's not it's not one of those like kind of heavy shinner's list type of films where you're not going to get a laugh there, there are moments where you, you laugh and it's 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 feel good
2: um, moments of wholesomeness and yeah light-hearted breath. Oh, a, but a bottle of wholesomeness that. and seriousness <laughs> Um, yeah that, that, that tastes great to me um yeah,
0: me. <laughs> uh emma stone at this point not nominated for an oscar uh jessica chastain was nominated viola davis was nominated and octavia spencer was nominated um hmm. so not emma stone at this point in her career but only a year after easy so ace another another uh, kind of major film in a very short space of time um owen have you watched help
1: no but it sounds to me like emma stone was on a hot streak at this point in her career I reckon La La Land is next, and that is in some trajectory. Has she
0: ever stopped? I don't think so. Mm.
1: I don't think so. I've not seen any of her films, so I couldn't um, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, both of you, <laughs> you haven't watched The Help. Which is, she stopped after Superbad for me. But, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the Help is based
0: on the book. Um, so if you like reading books and like to watch, kind of read books before
2: watching films, do that. I've heard it's really good. I'm glad you gave the listeners permission to read the book first you like, if you want to read it <laughs> first before we'll you see the film. It's like, thanks, Look, Ian. You are some... a good egg. Thank you. You know, some people are like, Oh, I'll watch the film first, I'll read the book. But I know some people like to read beforehand. So like George. Yeah, said, you have, weren't, you you weren't have my permission one or the other. You weren't suggesting one or the other, you're saying you can. If you want to do this, you could you, you could do that. You could just uh, take a shit before you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I do you, you could take a shit while reading the book and
0: then watch it on your phone at the same time. Whatever you want to do. If you don't watch the film, I don't really care either. But give it a chance. Um right, so we'll we'll move on from that for me telling people to read the book. Um um, so a recap on that. So George, you've gone eighty-six. Owen, you've gone with eighty. You're both incorrect. It's actually lower than easy A. It's on sixty. Oh, it's not fifty-five. It's on sixty-two. It? <laughs> so you weren't too oh far God. on your original God guess. Sake. Um, so no scores there. Um, so that was the halfway Wait, so, point.
2: So an Oscar-winning performance and also not only for best picture as well might i add as well didn't get it any bonus points with critics what is the no. point of the oscars I so add. yeah so so four four
0: nominations in four of the biggest categories apart from best actor are there and it's only the one for best actress in a sport involved at Tavis spencer but yeah 62 a met score so i think that just goes to show that the critics don't always love the Oscar movie picks. Um, So we will move on to the next film, which is her next, actual next film, the year later, the reboot of Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker.
2: Um, So get your scores written down for that one. Um, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker and Emma Stone as Emma Stone. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> I don't think people really need a synopsis, but this is the rebooted
0: version. So this is after the Toby Maguire Spider Man trilogy.
1: Um, and this time. It... than the Tobey Maguire Ooh, trilogy. What? <laughs> what? Amazing Spider Man oh, 2 s- is a great film. No, the
0: Amazing Spider Man 2, let me just say, is not on this list, but that is a dog shit movie
1: no it this isn't it is and i watched that at the cinema I did and i gave it an 8 out of 10 i think that's I the reason am... why you're not allowed to dangerous. rate movies anymore that
0: 8 out of 10 for Mesa oh. Spider-Man 2 jesus
1: i gave it an 8 out of 10 i loved it i really enjoyed it i thought it was i didn't like the first one so much i wasn't massively keen you on this you preferred
2: the second the... one to the first <laughs> one you know
1: the second one was absolutely brilliant oh Groundbreaking, even And that's not a Gwen Stacy pun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I gave it an 8 out of 10 and I got berated on Facebook for it. No fucking wonder, damn. Saying, I've just seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 and it was amazing, 8 out of 10. And the comments come flooded. People (laughs) were like, you need to get tested for a head injury.
0: (laughs) I was just about to say, I think I'm going to start a fundraiser for a lobotomy for Owen. Because that is
2: shocking. Shock. That is so...
0: So bad, but well, I'm gonna, I can't, I can't because it's all about Emma Stone I, I right was now. I can't. My
2: score. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like the Toby Maguire ones. I'm well, sorry. this
0: is the reboot one. So a few years after the end of the Tobey Maguire um, trilogy and he fights the lizard um, in this film. Um, and, he, and he rides a skateboard. That's new. P- Peter Parker's yeah. cool.
1: And he's a photographer. I mean, he's a photographer in the Tobey Maguire films as well. Yeah, but he's a creepy photographer in The Amazing
2: Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Takes photos from of Gwen from afar. Oh, yeah, because he... Uncle Ben's like, hey, that's that girl. He's got pictures of you on his computer. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's my Spider-Man. So that is the rebooted. So personally, I've me and George think this is a, a very good film. But clearly, Owen doesn't. So let's get your scores on the board. Owen, let's get your score for Amazing Spider-Man. Is it high or lower than 62? Lower,
2: 44. 44. Okay. Uh, I always go with even numbers. George, let's get your score. Uh, I've got lower as well, but I've got... My personal opinion has swayed me. I've gone to 59. 59. Okay, so just
0: a little bit lower. Okay, right. Owen, let's get your thoughts then. Reasons why... I don't want to hear about why Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better. What are the reasons why you don't like the Amazing Spider-Man
1: 2, the first one? Uh, My score is based on what I think critics are think. I wasn't mad about it. I thought it was just mediocre. The second one I really enjoyed. I wanted the third one with the... They set up the Super 8, didn't they, at the end? Sin- Super Sinister 8? Sinister 6. Sinister 6. <laughs> Sinister 6. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, um, the Super 8 sounds good. plays... Yeah. Yeah. Who plays Harry Oswald in The Amazing Spider-Man? Dane DeHaan. Zane DeHaan. He's not been in anything for Dane, years. Dane, yeah. Dane Dehan. Was it Dane DeHaan? Dane DeHaan. D-D. God, that's hard I mean, to say. D- Dane, Dane
0: DeHaan was in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Was he? There was a lot of people in that Yeah, that's to be fair. That, a I lot didn't. of people. I think the whole Hollywood is in that. But yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what's Huey? Huey from The Boys. What's his name? Jack... Jack Quaid. Jack McQuaid. No, Jack I, Quaid. He's the son yeah, of Dennis Quaid. I didn't realise he of was Quaid. until I looked at the cast. He also recently said he's not a, a Nepo baby, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a good actor, but you get legs through doors by being connected to people by blood. Yeah. Let's not pretend you exactly. don't. Exactly. Um, The first one... Is Stephen Merchant the lizard? No, no. The guy looks Reece, like Stephen Reece Merchant, fans. he? Ands, yeah. He looks like Stephen Merchant, big time. Or does Stephen Merchant look like Reese ifans? Good question. That good is a good really question. good question. But yeah, this one, I mean, if the next round is The Amazing Spider Man 2, come back <laughs> yeah. to me and I'll have plenty to say. <laughs> but yeah, for the first one, didn't really think right. much of it. Okay. That's fine, George. But I feel like it was paving the way for a brilliant film, so we'll give it a pass. <laughs> <up> and... <laughs> <laughs> but you gave it forty-four. Good though. Sir. No, I'm guessing what the critics. Oh, say, that's it. true. That's not that is very true.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right, George. Let's let's hear because I I need someone who actually has some kind of decent opinion on this film because <laughs> 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 I I do like the Amazing Spider-Man more more than I oh. and I probably should. Um. But yeah, let,
2: let's let's hear let's hear your thoughts on on it. I think Emma Stone is. Even though she does just play Emma Stone, the same Emma Stone she played in Easy A to be Gwen Stacy, I think she's perfect for yeah. this part. And she doesn't just seem like the love interest. She is actually like a, a fleshed out character. And I think she's actually better than Kirsten Dunst in I'm uh, the so
0: pleased. I was going to say that and I was really scared that people were going to judge me. But I do believe that yeah.
2: she is a lot better than Kirsten Dunst she's so much better than mj um and i don't know whether that's like the writing or the performance but like both of it hand in hand it's just so much better as as a character uh and the whole like kind of rom-commy vibe of uh this forbidden love like twilight but then she discovers (laughs) he's spider-man and he tells her the truth and everything's great uh for at least one film is I, I really liked it. I, th- I thought it was fantastic. I don't think it's better than the Sam Raimi trilogy. Uh, I think it's better than Spider Man 3. I agree. Wouldn't go that far. I like Spider Man 3. <laughs> <laughs>
1: your,
2: your, your opinions are wildly <laughs> out there.
1: No, we had this conversation before. We've disputed, either in person or on yeah. the podcast, that Spider Man 3 is the best of the Raimi trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Owen. Oh, Owen, this...
0: did, you, did you eat the wrong kind of mushrooms in your meal today?
1: Um, (laughs) there'll be someone out there rating of right archive people go back and find it it's either in the podcast somewhere or we've had it in in personal (laughs) discussion we've discussed this
0: topic before yeah we've recorded every single conversation we've had outside the podcast as well so we'll find the tapes somewhere um but wow i did not expect that at all <laughs> that's really thrown me off i can't believe you think spider-man 3 is the best part of the Raimi trilogy that's crazy <laughs> um <laughs> i think everyone, I think everyone well. would disagree with that um let's okay right well i i i agree with george i do think that they did really well with rebooting the spider-man franchise they went a little bit darker um and a bit more serious in tone. And I think what, one of the main things that really works well for The Amazing Spider-Man is the chemistry between Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. And reportedly at the time they were dating, which uh, also seemed to happen
2: in the I other mean, Spider-Man
0: movie with Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire and Tom yeah. Holland and Zendaya. So it's a running theme oh, at yeah, the moment. Um, if, you
2: were, if you were Andrew Garfield or Emma Stone all the, like, the other way around and you were with that other person, they're two very... Attractive, charismatic people. Like, how would you not?
0: Are they married? To well, no. Emma Stone's married to someone else.
2: Were they married? I don't think so.
0: No, they're they're together for a few years, Um, but then I think after the whole Spider-Man thing ended, yeah, I do think that it it works amazingly well because uh, because of Emma Stone's uh, ability to kind of bring Gwen Stacy to life. Um, better than that was done in the previous Spider Man films. And she works really well with Toby, uh, not Toby McGuire, with Andrew Garfield. So scores on board. So we had George with 59 and Owen with 44. So both went lower. Um, I think it's two in a row now. Uh, both incorrect. The Amazing Spider Man oh. is higher than the Help on 66. Um, wow, so higher the than the Help, which is an Oscar-nominated movie. That's
2: mad. Um, I thought I thought critics wouldn't have liked the because it, it loads of things were doing there. Oh, it's this thing that you know and love, but grittier and more realistic. I thought they would have been like shitting all over that. No, uh,
0: apparently oh. they they clearly enjoyed the Amazing Spider-Man more than uh, on average. Yes,
1: got it. Um, I just wanted to do something for the sake of earlier on's argument. Um, can you put up the Metacritic score for The Amazing Spider-Man 2? Just so we can compare uh, it to the first. 23. 50, 53. 53. But
0: I would also say that yeah, the, sorry, the user score on INDB is, is 6.6. And for The Amazing Spider-Man, it's 6. 6.9. So both the fans and the critics believe that the first one is better. But mean that is your opinion, and I will not uh, diminish you any more on that. But I would say the one time I can do it, you are incorrect. <laughs> 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 um, but let's move on to the next film. So I'm going to skip a couple of years. Which can one? We have films? a recap
2: of the scores, please.
0: So recap of the scores. So two scoreless rounds. Owen is still in the lead with five. George is on four. So the third from last movie uh, is the 2014. Birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance another big oscar movie starring michael keaton and edward norton and emma stone um so get your scores written down for that one higher or lower than the amazing spider-man on 66 uh so birdman if you haven't watched it stars michael keaton in the leading role who plays a washed up superhero actor Who's attempting to revive his fading career by writing, directing, and starring in a Broadway production directed by Alejandro Inirutu? Write um,
1: oh, the theme tune, sing the theme exactly. tune.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Mark Keaton's doing the whole lot, he's doing it all. Let's go. So I went with Owen first. So, George, it's you first, I believe. Uh, let's get your score. Uh, so it's a higher or lower than The Amazing Spider Man on 66.
2: I mean, way, way higher. 92. 92? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay,
0: Owen, oh, what have you got on I fucking
2: with? love this film.
1: I went high as well. And do you know what? I'm going to watch this film tomorrow. 87.
2: 87? You haven't seen it. I, th- I, I haven't seen this it. Would I fucking... thought kind of quirky, oh, bizarre oh,
1: thing right on the street. This has been on my backlog for years, because Zuki loves Edward Norton, and I love Michael Keaton, which sounds crazy, because if I really loved Michael Keaton, I would have seen this film. <laughs> but it's avoided me for years. And whenever I go to put a film on, I never think of it. I'll watch a film, I'll go scrolling after, and I'll think, shit, wait, why didn't I watch yeah. it? I've seen every Michael Keaton film apart from this have you film. Have seen The Flash? Which is shocking, isn't it? I've seen yeah. The Flash. All right. I've seen The Founder. That was That's good. F- I really I like The, the found Founder. One.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, you didn't like it? Um, there, there are some bits that I really do like about it. Have you seen The Other Guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Can I just say... Uh no actually going back sorry to interrupt you George the conversation we had earlier about our generation's comedies I'm throwing the other guys in there because that's possibly the, my favorite the other comedy guy is on.
2: funnier than Super Bad definitely oh yeah hundred percent might I add though I think it's a different decade
1: though so
0: best if you're just going by <laughs> yeah decades, the, the other guys I think it's 2010,
1: 2010. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah um but
1: Michael Keaton's best role
0: well I mean <laughs> well waiting to see Birdman because personally I believe that this is oh. Michael Keaton's it's Spectacular. So good. Um so just to get you a little bit more excited, Owen, this one best picture at the Oscars, best directing, best original screenplay, best cinematography, and Michael Keaton, Edward Norton, and Emma Stone were all nominated in their respective
1: categories. I know. So this is I'm almost embarrassed to say how Well, t- I
0: mean you're in for a treat because Emma, this is Emma Stone's first um Oscar. Recognition. So this is a kind of this is a massive milestone for her in her career in 2014. Um, so we've got your scores. So George, you've
2: watched Birdman.
0: So let's yes. hear your thoughts on it. Let's I, let's,
2: let's get Owen excited. I absolutely love it. Um, it, regardless of everything else about it, the fact that it is uh, portrayed as like a one shot, just. Yeah it just tickles me in so many ways. Like the episode of the bear that I've spoken about a thousand times over 1917, 1917. Like I love these one. Uh, to be fair. I I think that's why I spoke about the episode of the bear. Uh, uh, No, it can't be because we did the bear. Anyway, (laughs) like I love that kind of that approach to making a film and the fact that it's like set within a theater and it feels like a play and all of this is just fantastic. I think it is so good, and it's like the first time I recognized Emma Stone not playing Emma Stone. Mm. Uh, like she's some drug addict daughter. Like how long is it? Quite it's, long, I think. It's two hours, just two, just under two hours. Oh, just two. Yeah, fair.
0: Yes, an hour fifty nine. And I think you're spot on with that, too, as well. I think this is, I think, well, definitely the first film of Emma Stone where she's a little bit unrecognizable. Like yeah. say, she plays like a bit of a drug addict daughter of Michael Keaton, who kind of loathes him for how. Spoilers! I'm well, not giving anything away.
2: This is known. You learned that in the first second of me. Yeah, <laughs> you, you literally know this from the trailer uh, as well. Okay. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, you know so... it from the trailer. I'm not giving anything away,
0: but it's yeah, it's 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 a remarkable performance from uh, Emma it Stone. Is. Uh, it, I it's, think a it's that one that... from everyone. Yeah, and I, I think you you were saying, Owen, about how much the. Oh, so I was saying how much of a dickhead that Michael Keaton was in The Founder. Um, oh, but yeah. just wait until we see Edward Norton George. in a, In yeah. Birdman. He's, he's an absolute arsehole, but in such a good way. Um, it's very pre- I suppose, He's a, he's a artist, pretentious he? arsehole in this, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, that's, so true to his real character. Yeah. is he not a good person? Edward Norton? I love Edward Norton. Oh, he's a
1: massive arsehole. Everyone who works for him says he's a prick. Let everyone say that about George, though. And here we are. But,
0: Owen, you haven't watched it, so I won't ask on your opinions on it. But just let us know what your what your thoughts are on it after you watch it tomorrow. Because I'm super excited that you watched it for the first a, time. You
2: should do an Instagram live reveal of how you feel about Birdman.
0: I was going to say a comment here, your star rating, but um, you don't give ratings to movies. Yeah,
2: famously does not rate films.
0: <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on then. Um, George is giving us that nice little uh, rundown of his thoughts on that. So the reminder of the scores George went with 92, Owen went with 87. Uh, so you're both right for being higher. We have another spot on. It's Owen Cox. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Oh my God, I'm on I fire. this fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, so that propels Owen to eight points. George gets the two points. Um, no,
2: I'm on for no, right, How's get, he on no. eight?
0: Well, Owen has got two spot-ons. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's six. six yeah. yeah. And then he got another ones he where he got it, where he, he no, got the right he higher or there. lower. He did, No, yeah, but he would he get a one point. Yeah. And he got that twice. Oh. Fuck.
1: You need to learn the rules, George. But George,
0: George, you only get get that one point, that one, because you're not the closest. Uh, So you just get the one point for being right. So going into, (laughs) just to rub it in, just going to the penultimate (laughs) round, Owen is in a very good position to win two podcast episodes in a row uh, with eight points. And George is on five. So let's go on to the next film on the list is something that has been brought up. Skipping a couple of films on her list to go to what is a personal favourite of mine, La La Land. So let's get your scores written down for La La Land. What was the what
2: was the last score just in, in my brain? Oh, sorry,
0: last score was eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Um, thank you. The one that Owen got spot on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Just <laughs> yeah, one of, of the the game.
0: Um, so for people who haven't seen. La La Land, uh, directed by Damien Chazelle, uh, whose first film was Whiplash. Um, another music-based film, La La Land, navigates the careers of uh, two people, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone in Los Angeles. Uh, Emma Stone, an actress, and Ryan Gosling, a pianist, who both fall in love while attempting to reconcile their asp- aspirations for the future. Um also stars jk simmons as well who is also in whiplash um so let's go to owen he is first uh so let's get your score owen what have you gone with for la la lands
1: two fat ladies 88 88 so he's gone
0: higher by one and george what have you gone with
2: uh i've gone higher 91 91. Okay, so you're both very
0: close. Um, Owen, to the 90s. Owen, let's get your thoughts on La La Land. Is it as much of a personal favourite as yours, is it the, as is mine? I love La La Land a lot.
1: Um, Well, Ian, I have to tell you, I've not oh, seen it. Oh, what a fucking <laughs> surprise! What <laughs> <laughs> she would say.
2: Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said that for a while. You've done very well, Ian. Thank you have very a, much. Have a pat on your bald head. <laughs> what other musicals are there? I've seen
1: Greece. I've seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: The Little Shop of Horrors. Not seen that. Is that the one with the plants? Dream Girls. That's the one with the plant, yeah. Green Girls? Dream, <laughs> Dream Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I've seen Mean uh, Girls. Dr- Chicago? Have you seen, seen nope. Chicago? Not
0: seen
1: that one. It's
2: a great musical. Owen hasn't watched La La Land, so we're yeah. going to just skip over. Yeah, I see, Owen. Say none, of, none of the other musicals that Owen decided to list. But after. I was about to say, though, <laughs>
0: Quite surprised by how many musicals that you have watched I mean, especially some older classics. Is does is La La Land one that actually like tempts you to watch it in any way, or are you not bothered by it?
1: Not bothered. <laughs> anyway, well, to give me a reason why? Uh dunno, this looks a bit shit. And it's called the award from Moonlight, didn't it? Do you remember the Oscars debacle?
2: Yes, yeah, it's a famous, well, famous... No, because they gave it back.
1: They should have given it to yeah, them. It it should have just accepted their mistake.
2: No, they did oh, It wasn't it their them. fault, though. It was the announcer's fault who read the card didn't, wrong. Didn't La La Land get called out, but yeah. Moonlight actually won? So yeah, Moonlight, Moonlight did actually... win. Oh. Yeah. So Moonlight yeah. stole it from La La Land. <laughs> well, they fi- should have yeah, just stuck I the mean, they were, they were the decision. official winners.
0: Yeah, La La Land was giving right. us the incorrect. Are you winners. sure? They went up. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. Emma Stone I watched that live. Yeah, I think the whole lot were basically up there on the stage, and it was chaos. I remember, because I I watched the Oscars live that year, and I think it must have been about five o'clock in the morning, and I was watching it with a group of friends, and I was absolutely... Flagging, and I was so ready just to go home because I was so tired. And they announced that La La Land was the winner. I was like, right, that's it. I'm packing up. I'm getting all my bits. I'm going to get my shoes on and just go. And then we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what's going on? And I just suddenly just woke up. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And they was like, no, no, Moonlight's the actual winner. And they showed the card of Moonlight. Um, so yeah, it's got some interesting history behind La La Land now with the Oscars because of the whole Moonlight situation. Yeah, I thought um, it won. Or, well, they, they said it did. But it didn't win. They read so out. Do you wrong. watch
1: the Oscars live every year?
0: No, I haven't for the last couple of years, but there was a point where I think I watched it about five or six years in a row uh, live. I was gonna ask if you watched the Chris Rock. I can't film? hack it. No, but I wish I did though. <laughs> yeah, what a sad
2: little life, Jane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um George, I, I've got a feeling you have watched La La Land. I, I
2: fucking I, love La La Land. Oh, it's up there. Yes. So, Whiplash is possibly my favourite film of all time. Uh, And La La Land is up in my top five. Uh, Ooh, I didn't realise that. I love La La Land. Amy, she doesn't hate it, but she doesn't love it. Uh, I adore La La Land. I'm obsessed with it. I can't believe you haven't seen it. The ending is what puts Amy off it, and I won't spoil it here, but I personally think it works really well. And I think yep. Ryan Gosling is incredible and the music is incredible and the way it's shot is incredible. And that scene where Ryan Gosling's playing piano, Emma Stone is dancing and the cameras just whipping around mm. between the two of them. It's the same kind of style of shot that uh, the director used in Whiplash. I can never pronounce his name, so I'm just going to refer to him as the director. Da- Damien, Damien
0: Ch- Chazelle? Damien Chazelle? I don't, Chaz- is it Damien? Ch- I feel Damien- like it's like damien chazelle c-h-a-z-e-l-l-e
2: yeah um yeah and yeah (laughs) like the whole whipping the camera around happened in whiplash uh in the final kind of piece and it's just so good and just watching the behind the scenes of uh damien chazelle tapping the camera operator when to turn in time to the music is just beautiful i've such a good film.
0: I'm going to give you a little trivia question then, George. And, Owen, you can get involved as well. Do you know who the original two were? Because Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone originally dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. And they recast, oh. And they did recast them for a time. And then those two then also dropped out. It's the, mm-hmm. the, the person who was playing Ryan Gosling's role was in Whiplash. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. And Emma Watson was also... Going to be Emma Stone's character, Uh, but then famously Emma Stone dropped out of doing Little Women, and Emma Watson took her role in Little Women. So they did a little bit of a swap around Little Women and La La Land. Um, Obviously a couple of years apart, but they they were doing respective roles. As a a
2: side note, Emma Stone would have been wasted as the yes whoever Emma Watson played in Little Women. Like that would have been such a waste of emma stone damn yeah exactly so a little bit of trivia
0: there um but George, i'm so glad you're i don't think i've ever talked to you about that actually about la la land
2: I about think how right. much well, i love it a, another like the opening song the transition from like i think it's one of the best opening shots in terms of setting the 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 tone of the world with this big musical number in gridlocked traffic mm. uh and then kind of going from that where none of the main characters were involved in it at all and the camera just pans down to Ryan Gosling in his car and it's like, great. Yeah. Now I'm in. What, I'd a, say, what a great opener.
0: i say, like you said, it doesn't feature any of the main characters. It has this massive musical number. And you're kind of like, wow, what a way to start. And like you said, it's just like, right, now we're starting. This is the yeah. s- start of the story now. We just had that massive number, which is incredible. So um, But the the musical sequences between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone throughout are all just incredibly choreographed as well. Yeah. Um, also, it is a film that was loved by the Academy. It won six Oscars as well, Owen. So it's just any, any other reason why maybe you should watch it. Uh, Emma Stone did win her first Oscar for this, in Woo! for lead leading role. Uh, Jamie Chazelle became the youngest winner for Best Director at the age of 32. Uh, best cinematography, uh, best original score, best song for City of Stars, uh, and also, as mentioned, famously nominated and winner of Best Picture of the Year for about 10 minutes or five minutes <laughs> and then famously taken away. Um, but this just, is, just, I'm not simply, I'd say, like a musical lover, but La La Land just like unleashed this like hidden love for for musicals I'd always loved Grease as a young kid but Lara Land just like propelled it to like wow I can love musicals and they can be amazing films
2: yeah so
1: I have a musical to recommend that I think you would enjoy my personal favourite have you seen the animated Hercules film yes <laughs> brilliant musical I thought
0: you were going yeah, to, to say fair. Jesus Christ Superstar
1: Oh, another musical that I've seen actually. Yeah, add that to
2: the list. <laughs> you always is the musical wow. episode. <laughs> right, um, so let's move on then.
0: Film. Yes, it is a good film. Um, right, so Owen, you went with 88. George, yep. you went with 91. So you're both no right sorry. with it being higher. Uh, no spot on, but George is the closest. La La's yes. actually on 94. I think so George point. gets it deserves deserves every point. George gets the two points and goes on to seven. Owen goes on to nine. So George can still win with a spot on if Owen gets his incorrect. That's the only way George can. win. It has win, to be
1: above ninety four. It's over, Ian. Come on, don't give him hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is
0: rat. well, we don't know, we don't know the last film on the list, but we will get to that one now. So last film on the list, so it's still very open between you two is the favorite one that we did mention a little bit earlier before the Yargos Lefinmos movie. Um I believe from 2021. I will just come just we'll just make sure that's right. I might be incorrect. Oh no so way out 2018 two years after the favorite uh so Get your scores down. So synopsis for the favourite. Uh, in the early 18th century England, status quo at the court is upset when a new servant arrives and endears herself to Frail Queen Anne, played by Oscar winning Olivia Coleman. So let's get your scores on the board. Uh Owen, I believe you're first. I am going uh, lower, I'm going with 71. Okay, so it's going lower
2: 71. George, let's hear your score. I had no choice. I went higher, 95. Oh, Okay, okay. So that's going to make Old things strategy.
0: spicy. So, Owen, is this a hat trick of movies you haven't watched?
1: Uh, What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Good the, start. The, the favourite. Uh, isn't Koda that a Cardigan Coleman. song? I uh, know oh that's favourite game um, yeah favourite game about the <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we, we
0: danced me and Zuki danced to at George's 30th birthday party a couple of months ago I'm just oh, thinking yeah. of other favourites we point vibed to it I was crying
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it doesn't matter I'm telling this story because Zuki won't listen to the podcast so it doesn't matter
1: no, I can make no. up anything really um, will listen
2: to the podcast won't promote the podcast yeah. but she will come in and win <laughs> She'll ages to and win, and and walk her off.
1: entrance as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And out. So,
0: this is one that, another one, Owen. I mean, so, three out of the, at least three out of the eight you haven't watched.
1: See, this is why I have a suggestion for, we'll wait and see who wins this one. I mean, that's me. Come on, get in there, back to back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a suggestion for a victory um, prize. For a yearly prize, I think it should be. I think weekly okay. would kind of take away and diminish a lot of your responsibility as a host. But I think there should be a yearly prize and I'm going to unveil it once I've won. <laughs> He's very confident, about George. Two minutes. So what's your score, George? 95?
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, my score is 95 and I, I too Losing haven't score. seen it. Alpha. Uh, I, I think uh, Olivia Coleman is a phenomenal actor in everything. So I am just hoping... And in my head, I think that this was either critically panned or loved, and I originally put a much, much lower score, thinking it had been panned, and everyone was expecting it to be this critical masterpiece. Uh, but obviously, I have to go tactical, so 95 well, it was. It was it was nominated for 10 Oscars. Bloody hell. How many did it win? It
0: won one, which was Olivia Coleman. Um Right. Uh, no, uh, sorry. Uh, nomination for Emma Stone and Rachel Vice in the same category of actress in a supporting role. Um, obviously, you both haven't watched it. When looking at when you look at the poster and you hear about the, the like you hear the synopsis, maybe you watch the trailer. You're thinking this is another boring fucking period drama movie, which not a lot's going to happen. But it, it's a period drama which is completely flipped on its head, and it's. Bat shit, fucking crazy, and has yeah, really, yeah, it's, it's it's nuts. I don't know if have you watched it's The Lobster or King of a Sacred Deer, Dog Two, so the same director, Greek director, and he, his films are a bit bonkers. Um, Emma Stone is amazing in this as well, and it just goes to show that her career is just constantly gotten better and better and better and better. Her, Rachel Vise, and Olivia Coleman are just this like deadly trio in this film, it's all about them. And they are all incredible. Liv and obviously won the Oscar. Amazing in that. But they're all just as good as each other, I believe. Um, so it is one that you both haven't watched, but I would say definitely watch it. Female Power, the trio of three women are, are all absolutely fantastic. Watch it purely for that alone. But the film itself is actually really, really good. Um, so we'll move on very quickly to the last... Well, this is the last one now. So, George, went. you went with 95, so you went higher. And Owen went lower with 71. So, I can... Let's just get the scores on so I can get the... Right, so I've got the final scores. So, the winner of episode 12... Oh,
2: bullshit. Emma
0: Stone... It's Owen Cox yes. with twelve points to George's seven? So two episodes in a row. George's losing streak continues. Owen, this
2: is the, two, two wins in a row. Get before oh we, sorry, before, oh, before we forget it. Inside,
0: I always forget that part. Uh, ninety-one. <laughs>
2: oh, ninety-one. <laughs> still very high.
1: Oh, that's Owen
2: really. Oh, Let's so hear nice. it.
1: He's devastated. He can't even speak. He's just stepped away from the camera. He's go- <laughs> Is he going to bed? He's going to turn his camera off. <laughs> I mean, it's just me and you now, Owen. What's this? Uh, what- what's that the losing streak up to now? Four? Well, the last
0: time that George we, won was in you episode nine. I don't think the lost episode.
1: I do, mentally.
0: Uh, well, offic- officially, Owen, the last time George won was episode nine, where he won 14 8. Um, but this is, or it eleven seven,
2: so a lot closer. But see, what is? The, let's just quickly, what's the total win? Oh, irrelevant, irrelevant. Let's just, let's oh no, no, no. Some... I think that's kind of irrelevant.
0: I, I believe believe Owen. Yeah. I don't want to take it away. You're and only I as good as your it, last the picture. Shine away, Owen. <laughs> bathing the glory of winning episode 12, two wins in a row. How does that feel to beat George again?
1: It feels mega, and I've fulfilled my New Year's resolution already by starting strong to win every episode this go. year. Do you want my suggestion for a film? Yes, please. We'd love to hear your suggestion for the people. Uh, I wrote watch. it down earlier. Uh, Wesley Snipes, <laughs> Undisputed.
0: Undisputed. So tell us a little bit about that if you don't know what it is.
1: I write it down before I forgot. <laughs> um, it's a film about Wesley Snipes. Is the... No. The other guy. I can't remember his name. He's the guy... Is he Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction? Put up Undisputed on Google. Thing, thing, is it Ving Rhames? Yeah, he's Marcellus Wallace, right? Yes. He is the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. And he is sent to prison where he fights a guy who has been in prison since he was a teenager, but he was a boxing prodigy. No, not a teenager. I think he was a young man, but he was sent to jail for life. And they fight in prison. And it's just a good film. I just randomly thought of it so, earlier.
0: I have you seen it?
1: that. No, I haven't actually. It's a good film. It's worth watching. I think it's quite short as well.
0: Yeah, it's uh, an hour 36. I haven't I haven't heard of it, um, but I do like those kind of movies. Um, so have you seen New Jack City? My watch list. I have not, no. You've not seen New Jack was... City? No.
1: Have you seen Passenger 57? No. Oh my God, you lot mock me relentlessly, and you haven't seen <laughs> any Wesley Snipes films. You've seen the Blade films, right? I, I I've seen Demolition Man. Oh, you like need to get your priorities straight. I mean, this is just unforgivable. Is that the only one you've seen?
0: Uh, No, Blade. Blade 2, Blade 3.
1: I mean, we've all seen Blade by default. It was (laughs) the very first superhero film we saw as kids. I feel like
0: I have watched more Wednesday night's movies. Uh, I've not watched New Jack City. I haven't even watched White Men Can't Jump. Wow. uh, Which is bad. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of... uh, Expendables 3, I've watched that. I mean, uh, we're not down. doing a Wednesday starts is... episode on Forget Emma Stone, um, but we'll cut that all out anyway. But thank you very much, Owen, for your
2: recommendation. We're going to wrap up now. I uh, hope you enjoyed the Can new I just format. Say,
0: b- oh yeah, got. Oh, sorry, do, you just cut me off. Do wrap
2: up, I think this is like one of the highest scoring rounds or episodes that we've had in terms of like. There's been a like a 90s, like apart from the Spider Man and super bad it's all been pretty i know to be fair super bad was in the 70s like it's all pretty up there it's pretty good yeah the the lowest one that we had was 62
0: um and yeah the highest one was 94 four. We've got, yeah, 94 91 87 that, 76 that good, 73 that's a
2: good filmography emma stone I think, is a powerhouse
0: yeah she is a powerhouse i think that says a lot about um I think her choices of films as well, she has had a couple, one or two here or there that haven't done particularly well, but I think she's learned quite well from that and she is building a very solid uh, filmography, which I think everyone can enjoy uh so thank you all so much for listening that was our 12th episode and our first of 2024 so uh, i hope that you enjoy the new year of our new episode uh you can find us on all uh platforms spotify youtube apple music amazon music google podcasts uh have i missed anything there george i think that is it i think that's the ones um so search the rating is right download Follow us, rate us five stars on all the platforms that you use. Tell um, your
2: friends and family.
0: Yeah, tell your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Rating is Right. Um, you can message us as well um, at the rating is right at gmail.com if you want to email us, like old school. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, you can also buy merch as well if you would like to. We have t shirts that are inspired by our episodes. Uh, which is on T-Mill uh, easiest way to find that is we do have a link tree link on our bio on Instagram uh, and yeah if you'd like to buy a t-shirt that would be great, greatly appreciated it goes towards us putting some money into buying Owen a computer course so you can <laughs> learn how to record or buy him a new microphone uh, with that being said thank you all so much for listening we hope to hear from you soon goodbye bye
1: ciao the ratings the ratings Rating,
0: rating. The, rating. The, rating. the Rating is Right Podcast is hosted by Ian Crow and co-hosted by George Robinson and Aaron Cox. The show is edited by George Robinson with music by Will Butler. You can find the podcast on Instagram under the handle The Rating is Right or you can contact the hosts on their email address, the rating is right at gmail.com, if you have any suggestions or want to discuss your thoughts on previous episodes. Thanks for listening!